Hello and welcome back, my loved ones, to the Any Percent Podcast, the only podcast for people ages 35 and up only. <laughs> my name is Evan Sampson, and I am joined by Cody Mosley. Hello. And Casper has no last name. Casper How's Casper. It it's just Casper. It's just Casper. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? Doing good. Um, this episode's a little delayed, but that's all right. We had some medical uh, issues. Yeah, so big uh big news is I I I made uh I made chicken last Friday <laughs> and I got the fucking chicken juice all over my fingers at some point and I rubbed my stupid eyes and then I got an eye infection. So, we didn't do the episode last week. Um I also got engaged between episodes. So that's fun. Right, that's so good. two that's... equally like important events in life have happened to me uh, right, right. S- since since the last episode. But <laughs> yeah, uh, so we've had three weeks for this episode instead of two. But we'll, we're going to do one week on the next uh, episode and we'll, we'll get back into our our two week rhythm. Um, so for the one person age 35 plus who is listening to this. <laughs> our uh, biggest fan. Yeah. Yeah. You're you won't have to wait too much longer for the next episode. <laughs> So, gents, what's up? Um, oh, I nothing. The story, <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, oh, yeah. So we do the. Um, well, so I guess first we should say this episode's on Yume Nikki. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mean, so I can do the Yume Nikki explanation since it's my game. We did it. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's funny because we're just going to say interjectingly, like we we explained it at the end of the last episode, but it's like too much to expect people to have like watched the previous episode. So right, we should go it. into each one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is off the dome. This is um, I I, I do have the Wikipedia article up to, for maybe some additional facts, but so you may Nikki is an RPG maker game released in like two thousand four. Um, it's like a a maze game. It's a game where you walk around in like strange locales um, and you collect items and you collect all the items you beat the game. Um, and it's very surreal and very dreamlike. Uh, the name you may Nikki, at least according to uh, Wikipedia, translates to Dream Diary, which mm. is what I thought. Um but yeah, it's just a it's a strange, unique game, and I think it's inspired. I think other games, like I think Undertale, I get, mm, I get like Undertale right. vibes, vibes in this, yeah. and um, you know, other there's tons of fan games and stuff that have been made kind of based on this. Um, but yeah, that's that's you, May Nikki. It's our last spooky game. So, uh, gentlemen, on a scale of one to to, to ooh no, <laughs> how spooky was it? um uh an eight i guess i don't know i was I'm, i was pretty freaked out um playing yeah. it is kind of just i don't know if it's like scary in the traditional sense but it's, it's just, just very like, unnerving yeah, yeah right i i give um, it like six and a half scary wise well I mean, man it just didn't, didn't hit me as hard i guess <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did it make you kind of nervous though it did do that like it, the uh the music helped a lot with that i think yeah Mm, yeah, the music, the music yeah. is like really creepy and like arrhythmic and just kind of yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I don't know, it's yeah. freaky. Um, I'm kind of forgetting the format of the podcast since we haven't done well, it so in like that's, a week. 
Right. Well, that's the um, kind of like a brief overview. Right. But before yeah. we talk, we go in depth. We get the in depth analysis of the game. Um, we have two se- two segments we like to do beforehand. Ah, uh, yes. Um. So the the first one is mine. I not a lot's going on. It's breaking news. Beep beep. Breaking <laughs> news. There's not a lot going on in terms of uh gaming news but the thing i did want to talk about and i feel like it could lead to like a larger um discussion is um so cyberpunk got delayed again uh-huh. um so that's the that's the kind of opener i've got and this must be like i don't i lost track this must be like the fourth or fifth time i think it's, it's only delayed. the third maybe it's it maybe only, it's more okay i don't hmm. know this is it might, wasn't it supposed to come out like this April, right? Right. Yeah, it was early this right. year, and then they did that big delay, and then they did. This is a smaller. Right. Did they they delayed it again though. Didn't they delay it like in August? I thought, there was a few. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, they delayed it for like two months or whatever, and then like now to November, and then to December or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and I kind of just want to talk about it because, you know, there's like a lot of online discussion. Um, going on from different parts of the internet i guess and you know a lot of people like you know we could talk about like the death threats that are being sent to the devs um (laughs) poor bastards yeah like i don't you're so you know i'm Mm. hyped for the game too but i don't think you need to be sending death threats because it's delayed like less than a month i think it's a little it's over the top way over the top definitely um so but i think that you know so if we jump over to the um, the tweet here, so this is like when they first announced it on Twitter. Um, they kind of so it's delayed by 21 days. So now instead of coming out on November 12th, right, it's coming out December 10th. And you know they say like you know we're sorry, we're sorry, but then they kind of give a reason why, and I think that reason why is kind of important, right? So they said, um, you know, even though the game is gold, so development in a large sense is done. Um, I guess they're kind of in their bug fixing time. Um, and they kind of have to deal with nine different versions of the game. So that's kind of where the complications mm-hmm. uh, come in because they're dealing with Xbox One, Xbox One X, uh, Series S and Series X, PS4 and PS4 Pro, PS5, PC, and then Stadia. So all those different versions of the game, they kind of have to go through and, you know, polish it up, make sure it's yeah, make sure it's mm-hmm. ready. Um, and I guess... You know, to me, and you know, I kind of open up the floor after. But to me, if I just, I just want to say that, like, I feel like people that are mad at maybe they're mad at like the devs, right? Or maybe they're mad at like the regular development team. I think that's kind of unwarranted because I feel like decisions like this come from the top. Oh, totally. Um, and I was talking about this with Casper. It's like maybe it's a problem with the, um. Like, like whoever set the release date, PR team, right? Like whoever set the original release date when they knew right. it wasn't going to be ready. I think those people are to blame, not the, you know, like coder number four or something. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I guess what what do you guys feel about this this delay or delays in general? Um, uh, I mean, oh, sorry, you go, Casper. Uh, delays in general, I don't really care about. Like, mm. it, my i love video games but my world doesn't revolve around when a specific right. video game comes out like mm-hmm. i'm i'm not gonna cry if it doesn't fake come out gamer. for a month later yeah Fucking right. Fake gamer, yeah dude. right right <laughs> what are you even doing on this podcast <laughs> right. 
just that Twitter thread though. I shouldn't have read it. It just annoyed it's terrible. me. It's probably the worst place. It's probably yeah. the worst thing I've seen in a whole long time. Yeah. No, nothing. Hell hath no fury like a gamer having to wait two more weeks to play. It's uh, the yeah. next generation of RPG. Um, right. I mean, specifically for like CD Projekt Red um, and this delay, like, I don't know if you guys have read any of the coverage from like Jason Schreier about like mm. how it's like they've been crunching on this game, like working like some like six, seven days a week on this game for, yeah. since, yep. uh, you know, forever, like since the spring. Um, yeah. And like, it's just I feel uh, the delay, you know, I don't care if a game gets delayed, but it's not like it's getting delayed so that they get a break like it there. It's just two right. more grueling or like not it's not two weeks how much is it like four three. weeks five weeks three uh yeah it looks like tw- it's delayed by 21 days so yeah so three weeks and that's i agree with you and three weeks of straight crunch yeah right and wasn't the um if i'm remembering correctly wasn't the crunch like mandatory right it was like mm-hmm. it was yeah. like even though they've been a, co- a game company so against like as developers they're like there will be no crunch i think that's what makes it even worse right when they're like you know yeah. we're so confident in our and our production schedule that we know for a fact we won't have any crunch crunch is bad and then yeah. it's like oh all these stories come out oh you guys have been doing mandatory crunch for how how no you know yeah many months long. yeah yeah and it's like i don't know i think um it kind of leads to you know and like obviously the the pan the current pandemic doesn't help right right i think that's something that all um game devs are struggling with now is kind of switching you know in every industry not just not just games obviously Mm -hmm. um just you know working from home is a lot different than working in an office Um, that just kind of goes without saying um yeah i mean i think a lot of stuff probably is getting delayed because of coronavirus and if not mm -hmm. because of coronavirus i'm sure people are saying that's why right like right what a what a bulletproof excuse that now exists (laughs) for like why we can push things back um but yeah i mean i don't i don't know if if if, you know in this alternate universe where we didn't have the coronavirus like would would this game have come out on time would people not have had to crunch like i you know i find that unlikely so i don't know yeah a lot of people they'd be saying like oh man like fuck you guys i <laughs> took that day off of work yeah i and like you know you feel for them a little bit like i've been i've been excited for games in the past you know where i um you know maybe beg my mommy to stay home you know and she lets me stay I home have a tummy ache. <laughs> yeah right um but it's i don't know i think you know another part of it is you know maybe the maybe the last gen well I mean, I say last gen, like PS4 and Xbox um, One. Yeah. Maybe they are kind of like holding this game back, right? Like this big ambitious game they want to make is being held back by these seven-year-old consoles. They still have to release for it. They still have to make sure it runs at a reasonable frame rate, right? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Resources from development, you know? It's like... Yeah. The difference between a base PS4 and like the PS5, I think, is like pretty... Yeah, right. I mean... A lot of games that came out for PS4 like kind of run like ass on the base PS4, and like you're kind of expecting. Yeah. Like I know yeah. I've heard Control, for example, just like runs yeah. like absolute garbage. That's uh, that's where I played PS4. Control on the PS4. Yeah, but not the Pro base. The base, yeah, the yeah. launch, like day yeah. one launch. How was it? Yeah, uh, it was pretty rough. Like the load <laughs> times alone, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it's a highly de- like the game looked great. It would have some hitching issues, you know, huge frame rate drops in yeah. the middle of like a fight, a boss fight, whatever. How loud was the and PlayStation? Time, what's up? How loud was the PlayStation? <laughs> How loud? Dude, yeah. I think so. A problem could be because I, I opened up my PlayStation 4 and it's so dusty in there, right? I'm sure that doesn't help. But <laughs> even if it wasn't, people are saying like, yo, fans are like, speeds are through the roof when this thing's going it sounds like mm-hmm. a jet taken out yeah <laughs> so um, like yeah like the the fact that like that's kind of the standard and like this game is supposed to be like you know the best looking thing that's going to come out for that generation mm-hmm. like yeah. running on the og ps4 and the base xbox one like yeah i can't imagine what a crazy development task that is um right i also just want to say like yeah as far as so with delays and stuff like obviously in this scenario where there's crunch going on i'm like i I honestly i'm like release the game like fucking i don't care like don't put those people through that shit um yeah you know in a different scenario maybe where there wasn't like like these reports of just like terrible working conditions um i think my opinion would lean more towards like that delays are like yeah like a good thing like you can't you know uh if you release a bad product people will like remember that but if you Mm -hmm. don't release a product for a little bit and then you release a good product like people are gonna remember how good it was at launch i think isn't there like a famous miyamoto quote or something like that yeah that's what i think i'm paraphrasing but yeah something to that same effect it's yeah yeah uh like a bad uh release game or it's bad forever or something, but a delayed bad game, game is bad. Good game, <laughs> very good. Yeah, yeah right. Shigeru That's Miyamoto. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I this isn't de- this is definitely not the last game that's going to get delayed. And you know, you're already starting to see that where games where we didn't even know, um, like so here for example, it's a it's a compilation of all of the the games that have been delayed like due to coronavirus is what they're saying my ass um so they're saying death loop right i don't even know if did death loop have like a release date or maybe it had a release window but now they're saying like it's not gonna hit that window it's delayed so huh you know you're seeing uh, games yeah. like that i didn't think it had a release date um, halo infinite's the big one because that was supposed to be a launch game yeah and that's getting delayed that's that was, like, that's a dumpster title. fire did yeah, you like i mean yeah, everyone, did you pull the story about the director leaving they've, last they've, week they're just they're just ago? churning through um or maybe it's not the director guys. but who yeah who, I, who, I know who, what you're talking about the uh i think it was i think it was the director um but yeah they've gone through like three at this point already like no one yeah. wants to stick around and just see this game Probably through. that's boring like a dumpster fire right yeah yeah i mean you have that um and you know, of course, this this is way before release at this point. But when they first showed off the game, um, remember the classic? What was that guy's name like Greg the alien? Oh, oh like the, the ugly like alien that. thing. The hell are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, Greg the gray alien. Is this like? Did I step into an alternate universe? What the fuck are you talking um, about? At one point in the game, for the re- the reveal trailer, like Master Chief punches this alien in the face. And then, like, huge on the covering the entire screen is this like alien, and he has like no texture on its face, and he's just like, <laughs> so they, um, it just kind of like, I don't know, if you're showing off a game during like E3 time, don't you want to polish it up, even if it's not like what the game's going to end up being, like it's the demo, don't you like tweak it to 
you yeah. know um, yeah i'm pretty sure it was greg the alien <laughs> um, so two weeks ago chris lee was overseeing mm-hmm. production of halo infinite and he fucking bailed yeah which is like and he's the no second second director to leave the, the project in the last two years i'm just paraphrasing yeah, it's, it's never good why one director leaves never mind two right yeah uh, so evan real quick so here if you can see my screen share yeah. here's the picture of <laughs> oh no it's like craig a... my bad it's craig, <laughs> craig. it's just like covering the whole screen <laughs> um I don't why does he look like, like he's like offering me breadsticks <laughs> yeah he's like like, he's like uh, excuse you? me sir yeah <laughs> um so that was like that was like the meme of the week when that came mm. out it was just this guy's face um is it uh it's one of those thick boys from Halo, though, right? Like, isn't that already oh, an dude, alien in Halo? Know. I don't remember I'm that. Not sure. I'm not I haven't sure. played Halo in a long time. Mm-hmm. I guess his name is Craig the Brute. If that oh, Brutes, yeah, he's a okay, brute. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you, you, there's this huge list of games being delayed due to coronaviruses growing. Um, it's going to continue to grow. I I saw some reports someone do where it's like, um, I think it was like a, a survey that went around during GDC where it was like uh you know it has your game is your game going to be affected by coronavirus and like two-thirds said they were something like that so Mm. well i don't think it probably was at gdc right because gdc didn't i don't think it happened i think no i can't remember where it was oh yeah Yeah, maybe it's a virtual they just sent out the survey or something right yeah right um i think more sense you know we'll continue seeing this but on the other hand it's like why even have a release date if I don't know. Well, I think it's good to have targets and release dates build hype and stuff. Right, build for marketing purposes. Yeah, yeah, it totally makes sense to like. If you miss it like three times, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's rough mm -hmm. to just keep having to push it back, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm thinking of um, Fallout Four when that was revealed at E3, and then what two months later it came out, and like it was a total secret up until that point. Yeah. Um. I think there was a leak like the day before E3 where mm-hmm. it was like Fallout 4 is going to be in Boston or whatever. But um, I think following that model that maybe that was because it's a game as big as Fallout and not every game would be able to follow that model. But I don't know. I just think, I don't know. This, you know, this guy took his day. He took Friday off and now it's not coming out. God damn it. <laughs> now I got to spend the day with my bitch wife and my stupid kids. <laughs> I hate them. I only love the master chief. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so I don't know. That's, that's kind of all the, all the news I want to talk about. That's kind of the only big thing that. Yeah. Kind of stuck out to me. Um, I, I think it's like, so just to your point uh, about like having release dates and stuff, mm-hmm. like, when that survey went around, probably like when GDC was supposed to happen, I think is was April or March. Right. So like back when we thought we were going to be inside for a couple weeks, like tops. Mm, yep. So obviously right. things haven't gotten any better, certainly in the United States. So, um, you know, the, I, I'm sure a lot of the estimates made when coronavirus kicked in, right? If like release dates came after that, they were like not accounting for work from home for mm-hmm. what is it how long has it been like seven months yeah eight months like now that. yeah right the whole which is year. insane that's fucked up to think about oh my mm-hmm. god it's i remember crazy. 
I remember uh, like thinking after uh, after my my office had gone into lockdown and we all started working from home. I like like 28 days later, I sent just like the movie poster for 28 days later in our in our Slack. And I was like, Haha, that's funny. This sucks. It's I can't believe it's been 28 days. And right. now and now it's <laughs> that's like, it's well, like by a factor of it's 10. Totally. the. <laughs> but I think, you know, to that point, I think it's kind of crazy that. Um, I don't know. To me, like I thought it'd be even worse. Like games are still coming out, which is just yeah. a testament to, I guess you know, like those those production schedules for those games, right? It's mm-hmm. like um, we know what we have to do to hit this date. Like we'll make sure we hit this date. Mm-hmm. That might mean crunch, which obviously is not not ideal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like but, the yeah. video game industry is probably one of the easier ones to transition to work at home. That's, no, yeah, I, I would I would mostly agree with that. Yeah, I for think. like you mean like in within entertainment. Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, yeah, yeah. because like film films like right. are, films did any movies screwed. even whole, like come out this year? Yeah, no, the whole film industry is like messed up right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so cool. Yeah. All right, well, this has been Cody's News Hour. Whatever we're calling it. Yeah, I don't know. We we so we're on the third episode, right? And we still haven't decided like what each section is called. We'll no. figure it out by like the twelfth episode. Yeah, yeah, we'll Season have it three. down to a science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna take movie. a we're gonna take a quick break, um, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Um, it's time for everybody's favorite segment of the show, Casper's Casper Casper Casper's. Super fun, excellent, awesome, kawaii question time. <laughs> kawaii, dude. Okay. I like that, kawaii. Uh, so this question is a lot more simple than last week's. <laughs> Thank God. So I'm just, <laughs> just asking this time, uh, what games have some of your favorite soundtracks? It doesn't have to be one particular game, just any games. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is a good question. And once again, like I knew the question, we talked about the question earlier today and I was like, I'll make a, I'll remember to like come up with a mental list. I have not come up with a mental list. <laughs> we uh, have one here in the run of show. If you, yeah, I can get your, to get your brain. Oh, you jogging. guys have listed a couple games. I've been thinking yeah. about this for a while, so I can start off answering my own yeah, question. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Get um, my juices flowing. A lot of my favorite music is from when I was a kid. You know, all those games. So one of them was yeah. uh, Final Fantasy X. has some of my favorite music in it, in all the Final Fantasy mm-hmm. games. Like, uh, mm-hmm. did you guys ever play Final Fantasy X? Or? I have not. I, I have not I, or, played, well, I played, um, like, the first part of it uh, oh, okay. and when I was, like, 10. And I was like, I do not fucking understand this at all. <laughs> like, I don't think this is for me. Yeah. Um, but I did. I, think, I do like Final Fantasy now. Yeah, I think my um, I I haven't played any Final Fantasy actually, so I'm not a true gamer. You gotta take my gamer <laughs> card away. Yeah. Um, but the kind of like sometimes I um Square Enix they put all their I don't know if all I don't know if it's a complete compilation of all their music, but um a lot of game soundtracks they'll just post it on like Spotify. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, like I have listened to I don't know like which like oh this song's from Final Fantasy like eight or something i'm not sure yeah. but um all the you know it all sounds pretty pretty good to me i can't even if i can't tell which game it's from you know yeah uh, 
Final Fantasies, they always have good music. I think yeah. when, I've always been a fan of like the choir in soundtracks mm-hmm. and all that. And Final Fantasy X had one called The Hymn of Faith. And it's just like mm-hmm. this epic. Every time you summoned, uh, I don't know what they're called, I guess just summons. Or summons, anytime you went yeah. to one of the <laughs> temples and stuff, they always had that playing. And there was always like a different, for each summon, there was a different person seen in that, which was really oh, cool. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a little detail in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I always like that. Um, I do have I have a, a game uh, playlist on Spotify that I'm reviewing. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but it's pretty short. Um, um, yeah, I think. Did, do you know it? Wait, sorry, I was going to ask Casper a question really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Final Fantasy X, is that is is it uh, the guy that usually does the music for Final Fantasy Nobuo Matsu? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Yeah, he makes some friggin' jams, dude. Yeah, he does. The, right. The main theme of so I'm just like looking at my playlist. Um, and this I I like this before I played Final Fantasy VII remake, but the main theme of Final Fantasy VII, dude, is a banger. Yeah. <laughs> the rest really of the music is. I think is like fine, and it's not like I wouldn't put it in my top, you know, list of games with awesome soundtracks for me. But that single song might be my favorite video game song. Like it's it's so good. Yeah. And I mm. wish I could like speak more of like in a musical sense of why it's good, but like <laughs> I I don't know. I just like it, guys. It it doot doots in my ear just right. Like Yeah. I, <laughs> I have no explanation. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What what do you think, Cody? What's one that jumps out for you? Um I guess like, you know, we're kind of talking about um I guess my my ear tends to like it's more of the like larger scale, like more, I guess, epic um, type soundtrack. So when when Cass proposed this question, I kind of immediately thought of um, like Skyrim, um, just kind of like, uh, you know, like the, the main theme of Skyrim is pretty, yeah. pretty iconic. Like, you know, everyone's, you know, there's 80 guys in a bathroom. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that. I don't know. It's just... Um, that kind of like you know large scale you know like you're fighting off a dragon but it also kind of is so um like you know you'll be down in the 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 crypts you know and it's like a different mm. um so and then kind of kind of going off that to me um red dead redemption has a pretty good soundtrack and um kind of you know the you know the classic like country western um, you know, type and you're mm. you're riding on a horse. It's kind of hard to talk about soundtracks. <laughs> yeah, like, it's uh, like this is horse music. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly right. Like this is like this is this is a cowboy tune. You know, right. yeah. Uh, that one sticks out to me because I remember my uh, when I was playing through the first Red Dead. I was way I was way too young. I was way too young to be playing this game. But um, my my dad would just like he would just come in and just like watch me play. And he's he because you know he's a big fan of western movies. And he would just be like, <laughs> like watch me, like you know, shoot people and all, you know, yeah. tie people with a rope and drag them with my horse. He he wouldn't even care. He'd just be like, listen to the music. Yeah. Um. So I guess you know, that one is for the boomers too. Yeah. <laughs> for our thirty-five plus yeah year old listeners. Um, and then the last one I'll mention is, um, you know, it's the classic Doom twenty sixteen. I don't think you can talk about game soundtracks and not mention. Um, just like that super hardcore, like heavy metal. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, 
Uh, sorry, I just wanted to say. No, no, go for it. I was watching a video on the Doom 2016 soundtrack, and I guess the guy who composed it and stuff, they had sledgehammers as instruments. Dude, yeah. that's that's yeah. Bad. He like that's wailed so on something good. with a sledgehammer yeah. for some of the percussion, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's super. That's cool. What's the word for that when they, um, like you know, like for movies and stuff where you you're uh, you like squish a watermelon and you use that noise oh, for like that's a, called a gun foley. Foley yeah, right, is right. like the raw audio, and then mm. you use foley to create sound effects. Yeah, I think so, uh, I, I, we, I, I guess it's going to turn out the one person who listens is like a sound no. designer. And they're like, it's actually not called fucking Foley, like, idiot. <laughs> but I think right. that's what I think it is. Yeah, dude, that, um, that stuff like amazes me. So, like, how yeah. do you, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know if that's, you know, technically what like you slam someone with a sledgehammer for a song. Is that different than like sound effect yeah. or whatever? But hmm. um, that's what kind of reminds me. Of. It reminds me that I follow uh, the person who did the like sound design for Chicory, which is like that paint dog indie game. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I actually don't remember if it's even come out yet. I don't think it has. Um, but it's basically a dog. It's like an indie game where you play as a little dog that paints. It's cute. Whoa. Um, <laughs> But the person who did the audio like posted their Foley recording sessions, like little clips on Twitter. And they're just like, it's like ASMR in like the worst way because they're just like squishing paint in their fingers, (laughs) just going like, like, (laughs) and like picking like the one second like clip. Yeah, that just sounds just right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, Yeah, I think for like epic soundtracks, um, Oh, when he, who put Dark Cloud 2 in? I did. Yeah, that's a fucking... I just saw that. Sorry, that's, yeah. this is off what I was going to say. <laughs> that soundtrack <laughs> is so goddamn good. And the first I just, one. I, yeah, it is. I, I love Dark oh. Cloud 2, though. Oh, my God. We have to have an episode on Dark Cloud 2. We got to make Cody play a little bit of it and then I'm talk okay about it. it. Holy yeah. shit. I love that's one yeah. of my favorite games ever. Same, I I would be okay with yeah. that. Oh yeah. hell yeah, Co- no, it's not up to Cody. What is it even on? I don't want to. You, you can get it on the PS2 emulator for PS4. Okay. Like, there's a version of it on the PS4, and you have a PS4. Right. I will ship you my PS2 though, so you can play it like you <laughs> did. Um, Natively. But yeah, Final Fantasy VII. I was gonna say is just like my kind of my the one that i really think of when i think of like big band stuff the specifically the remake has just like this like big sound to it that i like um maybe okay just some top ones for me um oh actually you know what's actually a really good big one which i have you guys ever played monster hunter yeah yeah monster hunter 3 is sick like try that has like Mm. it's got like very like um a lot of the songs have like bells and chimes and it's very like wispy and kind of um you know relaxing like specifically i guess i'm thinking of like the the villages theme Mm. um which it just sounds like wind passing through bells like it's it's really pretty um and like relaxing which plays well to the gameplay being like so intense when it is intense so when it's when you come home you want it to be like basically like listening to like zen massage therapy music so I think that's right. really good. Um, but I was just going to say that like Lena rain or Lena, Lena, Lena. Sorry. If, if you somehow ever listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> I I know that I'm pretty sure she like has posted on Twitter or something about like being been out of shape about people saying it wrong or someone has said that at some point. So I don't know how to say it though. 
Um, <laughs> but Celeste, like that, Ooh, that yep. nice. Yeah, I didn't know you were referring synth. to. Um, yeah. But when you mentioned Celeste, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, I guess those are some pretty good ones. Um, do you guys have any like, like compose? Do you guys ever follow like the composers? Like, uh, like, do you ever listen to their other stuff? I do sometimes, but I can never remember their names. I just, mm. I'm bad with names, so I can never remember. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of. Like, I don't know if I know any. Um, did you guys? Did but... you guys play uh, Fez? Oh yeah, Fez. Yeah. Oh, so the guy, the dude who did Fez, or I don't know, dude. I, I have no idea. Person, person who did Fez. Um, they're they're uh, an artist called uh, Disaster Piece. And then it was interesting, like finding, like I just I knew the sound from Fez, and then I saw the mm. movie It Follows, and oh. I was like, "That sounds really familiar." And it turns out same it dude. was the same dude or same, same person. person, right? I know I keep saying wow. dude, I have no idea. I love It Follows. Yeah. That's interesting. That connection there. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I think it's I think it's worthwhile to like find game composers you like and just kind of follow their work because right. usually if you like it in one game you'll like it in another. And I mean, like the super giant games is another good example of just like mm-hmm. consistently, oh, I should, I consistently yeah. good music. Um, right. Yeah. I should have put Hades on there, dude. Hades is, Hades is dope. That's gotta be a favorite soundtrack. And on, uh, uh Aaron Corb sure. took me a second, but yeah, he, everything he does is awesome. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. Yeah. I think, um, you know, like we were talking about a little bit ago where, you know, maybe it's not maybe it's not the best soundtrack, but maybe it's iconic. Um, right. So, you know, like here on our list, we have like Tetris. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, I don't think Tetris is in like, your car, just like dun, 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 or whatever. I can't actually yeah. think of how it goes, but like, <laughs> yeah. um, it's just it's just like super iconic, even though it's not like you know. I think the most like right. I guess, diverse soundtrack. I yeah. guess. I think even if they don't know it, everyone has heard it at least once. Right. Totally. Same. I mean, same thing as Mario, right? Like yeah. the, you know, my mom doesn't necessarily. She probably hasn't, t- you know, touched Mario, and I don't know. She she's old. She old needs to, dude. You gotta tell your mom to touch Mario. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if I start, wait, I'm trying to think. Oh, this sounds so stupid. What? How does? How does Sonic go? Or something oh, like that. Yeah. Okay. Green Hill Zone. I can't even. Oh, okay. I, I got okay. How about this for the podcast? Like the Instead of the podcast being about anything, it's just us sing. just like going, like trying to sing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like fully orchestrated songs, and like the other people being like, "I think, I think that's from Sonic." Like, <laughs> just kind of guess what that is. It's just a Sonic. The only thing I could hear was the rings when he gets hit, and yeah, yeah no, I me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, one I want to give a quick, quick, quick shout out is uh. Uh, like the Donkey Kong Country. Um, oh, yeah. That, that one sticks out to me. And like, I think, it, you know, it, it's super interesting. Like if you read stories about like what they had to do um, during that, you know, the very early era of gaming where it's like, all right, we're allocated like, you know, like, you know, this much space on the cartridge right. and we got to mm. fit all of the music into that tiny space. Yeah. So just like all the cool workarounds that they had to do for that. What's cool about, and, um, like, what's cool about early gaming uh, sound too is i don't know exactly how it works but different like for computer games uh different computers had different soundboards so because oh, sure. it was based, based, on, on, yeah. Right, yeah. based on like the architecture that the computer yeah. was so on or whatever different yeah. uh computer say you had like a 50 dollar 
sound card or something, the game would sound really bad. But you had like a thousand dollar one, it would sound amazing. And you could yeah, hear right, right. the difference. Like there was um I was watching this video on Monkey Island. This guy went into the uh-huh. sound on it and there was just a huge difference between high end and low end uh audio. Cards. Wow. Yeah. Huh. That's actually super interesting, yeah. Just like how, how the computer like processes it based on like whatever architecture it's on. Yeah. But now everything comes with such an like a nice enough one. Like unless you're like a serious yeah. audiophile, you would never know the difference. Right, yeah. yeah. Huh. All right. So did we answer the question? I don't know if we really did. I feel like we just kind of talked about music for a while. Okay. Co- uh, <laughs> Casper said that it was Final Fantasy X. Cody, video game with the best soundtrack. Oh man, the best one? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I'm not so like so like I'm trying to think of like whenever I'm playing a game, um like I mean you definitely notice sound, right? But I don't know for me if it's like um you know, top of the list. And I definitely don't, you know, go out of my way after I play the game to like find out more about the soundtrack and maybe that's something I should, you know, do more cuz mm. um so I, I don't even know if I have a an answer. I guess the I don't know. I don't know. Oh geez, fellas, they want me to say what my favorite video game soundtrack is. Mom, can you I come can't. pick me up? You gotta give us an answer, Cody. It doesn't end until we get I would one. Say, I would say my favorite would be um it's probably it's probably Red Dead. I just like that that whole cowboy vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted to tell a quick little just funny thing that made me think of when you were talking about your dad. Uh like my dad knows basically nothing about video games. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was a kid, I used to rent Harvest Moon, a wonderful life from my local video store, like all the time. Nice. Nice. And my dad, like, like once a year, he's just like sitting on the couch and he goes, he's like, he's not old, but I'm going to do an old guy voice. He's, <laughs> What was that game? It had such a peaceful soundtrack. And I was like, it was Harvest Moon, Dad. And he's like, do they still make those? And I was like, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. My dad, like, that's like the only video game my dad knows now because he just likes the right. soundtrack. Um, oh, yeah, I guess. Okay, so now that you mentioned it, I'm thinking like Animal Crossing has a pretty good soundtrack typically. Yeah. Um, maybe like Stardew has a pretty good soundtrack. Um, Stardew has an awesome soundtrack yeah uh oh like hotline miami mm. that one's pretty good uh, these are all i don't know which one's my favorite i guess i guess definitively red dead. Your question casper it's, i think it's i think it's red dead just because the the cowboy oh, i always wanted mm-hmm. to be a cowboy you know? born in the wrong time you, know? <laughs> you can still be a cowboy i mean yeah, they're still around. That's I don't know. just go out to the desert and ride a horse that's true that's true uh i think for me it's got to be um uh the legend of zelda wind waker just mm. as far as all this like it was gonna be a zelda game i think for me no matter what but i after some careful consideration during our discussions you know within my own head i <laughs> i think i think wind waker slaps the most for yeah. every just every island has like such like a mm. uh, like it's the like music a... is like really evocative of like and unique of like what that island's kind of like going for right you know with the sound like the music on uh Oh shit! What's the island you start on? Now I'm spacing on it, but the oh, starting the island is like very homey and cozy. And then when you get to the first, really the only island that's like the city, which is I th- that one of them's outset, and I think it's I think it's the second one. Yeah, I think the second um, one is outset. 
Yeah, and that's just got like a much more fun and vibrant and like like mm-hmm. it's got more of a city feel to it, even though it's like <laughs> like a potion <laughs> shop and a school and like a small man in a green jumpsuit, but yeah. <laughs> but it's got like a it's got like a swinging kind of like almost has like a Venetian mm-hmm. sound to me, like makes me think of like canals, but uh like okay. it it really brings that what is truly like a small and desolate and empty place when you really think of like the geometry uh, and the map design, like not, it's really not that much there. It's a tiny place, but it feels bigger because of the music, which Mm. is one of those things that I think, you know, that's what, that's a sign of like good music, right? Like if it makes you think more of a certain aspect of anything truly like, you know, in film this holds too, but if it can exacerbate or like enhance the perception of a place or thing or, what have you i think that's like that's that's a hallmark of some damn good soundtrack so for that reason wind waker it's a good choice thanks <laughs> all right so i think i think we've covered everybody so we're gonna take another short break and we'll be back with our game discussion of you may nikki so stick around welcome back it's time for the game discussion part of the any percent podcast yeah <laughs> that's why they that's why they tune that's, in you yeah know? this is why you guys are here right uh so recap this week's game was uh you may nikki uh which was a is a freeware game uh rpg maker horror-esque kind of spooky kind of creepy kind of just strange um mm. i did not prepare a list of notes this time once again um the, I don't know if you guys have any notes, but we can try to, I, I, don't, I don't know, this is only our third episode, so I don't know if we want to stick to this format we've kind of been doing. Of, oh, yeah, I, th- I think the format of, um, of kind of covers like these, all yeah. the game's bases pretty much, right? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess, like, yeah, we'll just jump right into the one, well, the one that comes to mind for me first, I guess, is, I guess we do, let's do the mechanics first. Okay, so the mechanics really there's not a lot of game to this game right like it's hmm. it's more like <laughs> it's before walking sims were a thing right so, like but it's like a proto walking yeah. sim like right. it's well uh, you know i think gone home was like let me look when gone home came out because gone home is what like 2015 i maybe? think so no yeah. way yeah it had to be like 2015 14 uh 13 oh really Dang. initially Close initial launch yeah. in 2013 but it mm-hmm. did come out on like playstation 4 in 2016 mm-hmm. and then switch in 2018 yeah okay i thought it was oh, older than that cool. but so gone home was like the fucking walking sim right it, like invented the concept of like just walking around in a in an environment and experiencing it but this game was doing that too it's just in a totally different kind of uh, like lower quality I don't know how else to put it lower quality, but kind of uh, kind of environment, which I don't know. I think it's cool. I think it's a little bit ahead of its time in that way. Uh, I've certainly never maybe maybe in Japan, there could have been other games like this that influenced it. But certainly this had like the cultural crossover into America and was kind of like a meme or whatever at the time, like in like 2010 or whenever I was playing it. Like, yeah, was like, I was going to ask you, um, like, kind of when did you. Like how how did you come across uh, you mean Nikki? I, I think fucking that's don't. I don't remember. Uh, so I guess yeah. Before we go too far into, well, I guess there isn't much to say about the mechanics anyway. But yeah, <laughs> um, I I don't know how I came across it. I was playing a lot of freeware games 
uh, because I had no money and I was a <laughs> child and my dad had bought a computer. So I was like, fuck it, freeware games. And my mm. brother would play this game called uh, Saibon Action. That was like the first one we played, which is some people call it Cat Mario. It's kind of like, oh, right, right. it's just a fucked up, like, uh, bullshit hard version yeah, everything, of Mario. Like, everything, everything kills, kills you, kills you like, right? Like, right, yeah, right. like the, the bushes kill you. The flag kills you at the end of 1-1. Like mm. just sucks. My brother loved it though. I, I don't know. He's got <laughs> something going on. <laughs> He's maybe unwell. I have no idea how he had fun with that. And like Spelunky too around this time though, because that was a freeware uh, game right. originally. I didn't know that. And yeah, yeah. It, I actually prefer the way the freeware game looks to the. They have like that kind of like children's storybook art style mm. in the in the you know Spelunky for for uh xbox 360 and whatever onwards and to the spelunky 2 on ps4 um it's got that like storybook kind of look i feel like that's mm-hmm. how i would describe it whereas the original game is like pixel art and stuff right. so i don't know i thought i thought it looked better or i thought it had a nice look um so anyway yeah i think just around that time yume nikki came up it, it, it there's like a specific scene in the game that was like very mimetic and i probably saw like a youtuber when i was like 14 like get spooked cool. by this scene and then i wanted to try it um mm. but i i do have a i have my favorite thing about playing that game is uh or my favorite story about it is there's this part where you are walking down like a corridor and it, it, there's tons of parts like this right but so you guys probably didn't even see this part but there's a part where you're walking down a corridor and there's like a guy if i'm remembering correctly there's like a guy and when you walk towards him he kind of like walks away like oh, off screen, oh, yeah. okay. I got it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And it's like in the sewers, I think the sewer okay, area. I was, I, was, I was gonna ask if it was the sewers. Yeah. yeah. And I was I was sitting I was, I was sitting on a couch in my bedroom when I was like 15 with my buddy Alex and my brother Will, and we were Will had a laptop and we were all gathered around Will's laptop. So like one person in the middle with it on their lap playing, the other two people are watching. Alex is playing, dude. The he sees the guy and he like audibly like does a little whimper like. Oh. <laughs> And then, and then he starts walking towards him or whatever, and the guy moves. And I, I have a soundbite in my head of specifically in my buddy's voice because he just goes, "I don't want to play this game anymore." <laughs> and he like took set the laptop on the floor. He was he just walked out of the room. He's like, "I didn't set up for this." Yeah, was like, this is that's not good. what I thought it was going to be. Um, that's super good. So yeah, that's kind of where where. I heard about the game uh, mm-hmm. to expand on the mimetic kind of part of it is there's this scene, which I don't know if you guys got to. Um, there's a scene where it's in the snow world. I don't know if you guys got to the snow world. Snow yeah, world there's yeah. a snow world. There's a house or like an igloo. And when you go inside, um, like and you girl. hit the light switch. Yeah, there's a girl inside. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. you got there. Yeah, so yeah. there's a light switch in there that seems to do really one. nothing when you hit it, makes it dark. The music uh changes right. to kind of like a creepier music but that's it so i think it's a one in 64 chance of every time you walk in the room when you hit the light switch she turns into like this fucking masked creature oh really and then you're locked in and then you have to like go interact not, with the creature or whatever okay yeah you oh, interact we, with the creature okay, right yeah, like yeah. the creature there's nothing to you can't go out i don't mm. think maybe you can go out but i don't think uh and you so you walk up to the creature and you hit space or whatever interact and then it transports you to like a creepy dream world with like huge monsters in the back and like a blood red sky and then you have to wake up because it's just an infinitely looping world um and 
I don't know. I'm sure there's like some deeper meaning to that. Like it's like about social anxiety or something that people might just suddenly right. turn on you. Uh, right, right. Because a lot of the game is like, I think thematically it's, it's about dreams, right? So like, it's also about nightmares and like about the fears we have mm. in our life. And I think, I think that that's like the, what that is supposed to like represent, like the horror of having someone you think likes you or is like friendly to you, just like turn on you. And this is really the only, to my knowledge, it's the only time something like that happens in the game, right? Where like a friendly NPC a turns chance, evil, right. changes. Right. There are, there are enemy NPCs in the game. Like some that, that like chase you around. that chase you around, which those are fucking creepy. I don't yeah. like those. They are creepy, yeah. They're like little bird people with like fucking pink eyes, and they just like Meh, and they right, follow yeah. you around, dude. I hate that. Um, yep. But like, it, I don't know. Yeah, it's the only time in, uh, I think a friendly NPC in that game turns hostile. So it's interesting. Um, so for mechanics, yeah, there's not <laughs> there's not a lot of mechanics. You walk around, you pick up items that grant you abilities. The abilities basically are really just for accessing more areas to get more items. You get all the items to get all the abilities and then you beat in the game. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It, it did, did it work for you guys? Like, what did you think of the overall kind of gameplay experience um, uh, of just yeah. like of that core gameplay loop? Right. I think that, um, you know, it's one of those games that there's like no direction right like you're just dropped in this world you're playing as this girl and you kind of you don't even know like you figure out how to save and you you know you right when you start the game it's like you know here are the three controls that you'll need to know yeah right um but other than that it just it just lets you go right Mm -hmm. um so i think you know once you start figuring out like uh like i got the the hand with the eyeball or whatever and it kind of like turns your i don't know if casper saw no, this one i don't know if Evan, um but if you if you do that it sends you back to the uh the opening world with all the doors yeah without um, waking you up right without waking you up so you oh. kind of you know so it's just kind of a quicker of reset nine, pitching your cheek that's pretty useful waking up yeah so so it's like it's like little things like that but it doesn't tell you that it does that right yeah um, like you know i got some abilities that i didn't know you know, I didn't know what they, what they did. Like I got the hat and scarf and I like, I put it on and it just changes your character's appearance. And I'm just like, Oh, so mm-hmm. may, maybe there's something like, I just haven't seen that part. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, where it I don't know. It does do something. Right. Yeah. I tried, like, I thought, you know, in my, in my monkey brain is like, we like to say, <laughs> I went to the snow world. I put on like the hat and scarf. Yeah. I thought maybe, you know, I, we're mentioning this, this girl in the igloo who's like sad or whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought like, Oh, maybe if I, give her the hat and scarf maybe that does something different yeah um no luck so i guess just like like to me with with no direction it kind of like i tried to piece it together in my mind but it didn't end up doing what i thought it was gonna do so yeah i just haven't seen like some of these loops closed if that makes sense yeah um i um I don't really like when games hold your hand, but I also don't really like games like this one where it's just like there's no direction at all. You're just like walking endlessly mm. just to try and figure yeah. out stuff. But um, I mean, I think I think the thing that sets it apart from like maybe other games that lack a ton of direction is that you can go in any direction and it's all like equally kind of valid. Like mm-hmm. even if you had a guide, right. it would take you you know whatever some amount of time to like play through the game right so i think the idea is like you just like every t- at least every time i woke up i was like new door like start from the beginning like start down a new initial path um right. and i think that that like 
like i guess it's not so much like in a game without direction sometimes you can feel like you're fucking running into like a wall over and over again right and you like can't figure out how to move past it um but there's so many varied paths in this game that i think right if you run into a wall at least this is just what i think i just think it's like less frustrating and less like i've done something wrong and the game has done something wrong to like it's like not it's because the game doesn't mislead you and it doesn't it's just like right. it's just do it right right and yeah uh, like i don't know i'm trying to think of a good example but there's definitely times in games that i have been like felt like i've been led by the game to like a dead end and i'm just like pissed because the game design mm. has led me there like, obviously there's not saying. like what casper's saying it's like there's no tutorials like in this in this game i'm imagining and i've been led to a dead end and i'm just pissed at the game because i'm like i didn't i don't want to be here right uh right whereas like well, and then you're like game. then you have to like backtrack and like it's just, like tons mm-hmm. of punishment if you fuck up in that type of scenario but in this game you just pinch your cheek and you start over and i don't you know do something you else, yeah, try, something like else. You try a different path right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I, I think the best way to describe this game is that it is just a humongous maze mm-hmm. like yeah i yeah it's that, that you mentioned, i didn't think about it when i was playing it but you know you bring up that i think that's a you know totally valid um like comparison i guess where you know you're going from world to world and even though each world like is you know pretty small like the screen yeah. right and it just right. keeps looping um side to side up and down mm-hmm. um, until you find like the thing you're supposed to interact with mm-hmm. um there are some parts where like you know i would go in like a manhole or something right and it's like i don't even like it's bringing me here there must be something here and i would maybe do like Casper saying where I'm just wandering like, you know, X amount right. of minutes and I'm like, there's nothing for me to interact with that I can see. Yeah. Um, so that, and then, you know, I guess, you know, to your point, Evan, I just pinch my cheek and just do something else. Yeah. Um, but like, it doesn't even tell you, uh, you know, like how to beat the game. Like I knew from what you said, like, Oh, you're supposed to find all the effects or whatever. And yeah. the little bit I looked up, it's like, okay, you're supposed to find all the effects. But how many effects are there? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think the first effect I found was the midget. <laughs> you can't say that on a live podcast. <laughs> and all other guys, it was two thousand four when the game was made. That's what it said. <laughs> right, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. I figured since all it does is make you turn small, I had to find some like tiny hole. But like, I never found it because, for all I know, it's yeah. like in some completely different dream world. And I right. just haven't mm-hmm. got to it yet. Yeah. So and that so that right. that's like what I was saying last podcast about like we looked up like right or maybe we did this this might have been after the podcast but I looked up like time to beat and mm. it was like like five hours I was like my my ass you can beat this in five right, hours you would just have to be like beelining it to every you. single thing right, yeah I was right. like the yeah. average person is gonna take you like like twenty or like forty hours of just wandering because mm-hmm. like. Right, like you find that nice power up, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like just looking for the one use of it, right? Mm-hmm. Which may or may not even exist. And right. you know, you could walk by other scenarios where you needed a power up that you don't have. And uh, you didn't know you, didn't know you needed it. And then that, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. I don't know. It's it's a this is why I like think of it more of it as like an experience than a game because it like really breaks a lot of <laughs> rules about game design. Mm, right. Like right. It's just like you're just kind of set in this world and like you're just like the expectation of the player to know what to do is like far. It's, it, yeah, like, it baffles me that people like were able to write a wiki for this game and like 
people have beaten mm. it like it requires that people actually did this manually yeah. once right. and I, I think everybody who's beaten it since the first person who's beaten it used the wiki like i <laughs> i don't know it's just uh, it's fascinating mm-hmm. uh. yeah i think um I can't believe I didn't think about this when I was playing it, but like it, it is, it is a maze exactly mm. like you're oh. saying, you know, it's not a maze like, Oh, this world, this, you know, doorway. And then that's the maze. Right. It's amazing that the whole game is like interweaving. And yeah. You, it, and it's know, confusing and it, you get lost. Like and, how you do in dreams, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like in a dream, you'll like walk out of a doorway that's at your house and you'll be on the beach or something like, right, like right. totally like it's mm-hmm. very dreamlike. It, it, yeah, for sure. Um, I just thought it kind of reminded me of the original legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I think okay. there's probably some, some inspiration there. Kind of, uh, for sure, kind yes. of like the, some stuff you would never get. Like um, for one of the dungeons, you have to burn just a random wall or a bush or whatever. Right. To get yeah. into it. And it's like, you, the only way you would figure that out is if you burnt every single wall down. I know, right? Yeah, or like someone <laughs> on the playground told you or whatever, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just uh, it's an old school kind of game philosophy, I think, that's kind of gone sure, by the yeah. wayside. But... You definitely don't see that. I can't think of any game recently that has yeah. kind of played like this one. Yeah, yeah. But... so very unique. Um, so I guess we can jump on down to the Viz. So, I mean, what did you guys think about how the game looks? I'm terrified that someone would think of this and then act on it. <laughs> how dare they? They need to be you know, committed. Like, some of the worlds are like, like you know, the, the, snow, the snow world that we're talking about. Like that, oh man, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's pretty, I, it's I feel cute, like it's so cozy and chilly. Yeah. But then, you know, you walk into this one world and it's like, you know, like there's body parts everywhere and like piles of blood and like yeah did you have you seen the the dude who's like it's like just legs and it's like squatting up and down and it's like arms sticking up out of the ground with like yeah. eyeballs on that it's like this whole i don't know there's one I that i hate that's like it. there's a dude in one of the areas that's like he's like a face he's like a face on a tube going into a lake and the tube, like he's like a lung that's going like, like wide, like thin. It's like, yeah. he's like pumping stuff huh. into the water and it's like very kind of like, uh, like yeah, it's like who- phallic Weird. and like kind of gross. I even, like, I don't even know what to, what to, um, I mean, Casper is going to put some, uh, you know, some of his recording of the game up. I'm sure. Um, it's just like, if you guys are watching this, like, what the hell? Like, who even? Who even? I think that yeah, I would like to think the game designer was just like, I'm gonna just draw some fucking weird shit, and then right. I'm gonna make a game around it. Yeah, because see, you know, you'd be walking around one world, and you know, it's what is it called when, um, you know, as you're walking, like the background parallax. is kind of like parallax, yeah, parallax, right? So, so it'll be like you know, just like a like a long thing, and then you walk down, and it reveals the whole the whole picture and you're like Ugh. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so i don't know man it's just... so you would describe the art style as unsettling mm. unsettling for sure yeah i think if that's the um you know word we the word of the day is unsettling for this game that's yeah. for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i think they the the developer the sole developer of this who actually what is their name i don't think it says it on the title screen but it's Kikiyama, uh, which is okay. uh, certainly a pseudonym, um, but Kikiyama, like, 
I think did a lot of cool stuff uh, with like using pixel art and different styles of pixel art for different areas. Like, yeah, it's so I weird was... how like the like you were saying the snow world, right? Like that looks mm. like really just like a like an RPG snow level. Yeah. Like it just looks it looks totally art, unlike looks... the rest of the game, right? right? And then there's these other parts where these right like these parallaxing effects that are like this blurred jpegged mm. fucking like eyeballs yeah. and stuff and like that's totally different and then there's like have you guys did you guys ever want find your way into the red maze yeah i've gone there so, yeah the red maze yes. yeah it's Is like that, it's just um, the, the oh, whole the red, yeah, yeah. Whole red. Yeah, I yeah think at least different parts so, of the game too right yeah yeah i think you can get there in a lot of ways and i think it is actually kind of the nexus of the game i think oh, a lot of the oh, wow. a lot of areas lead there and a lot of the the later areas like yeah. there's there's areas that only connect there that uh that's, you have to reach there's like weird that's stuff that follow you scary. Yeah. yeah yeah that's that kind of reminds me of um oh what was it where it's like i th- I don't know. This is like pulling like deep in my yeah, brain. Yeah, go for what it. Is it like, Pull that um, brain. Like, like Pokemon. Um, it's like like a creepy Pokey. It's like a creepy like. What if Pokemon but creepy? No, I don't know. This doesn't. Are you talking about like Lavender Town or something? What are you talking about? Just like um, I, I just remember. I don't know. Like a fan I, game or? I, I sound like spit I sound it like out. Crazy <laughs> I sound like a crazy person, but it's like um. It's like a kind of like a story like behind maybe it was the development or maybe it was like a fan thing that someone wrote, but it was like um, it was like a creepy side of Pokemon. Like I think Unknown had something to do with it. Well, there like, is like yeah, there is some there is some weird like canon stuff with Unknown that mm-hmm. they like abduct children or something. Um, I can't. Well, there's like there's all kinds of there's all kinds right of now. like copy pasta or creepy pasta yeah. about like like uh yeah. pokemon like the like the lavender town like music i think makes, i think that's that's what i'm themselves. thinking of like yeah like ghosts in pokemon or mm-hmm. something like while you're playing and like that i don't know that's yeah. just like creepy that's to think about someone for me like thinking about someone making a game where it's like this red scary nexus world is like the heart where every part of the game leads to it like that just yeah. kind of freaks me out yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah i think it's it's funny thinking back on like how old i was when i first played this game and what i was like up to and i was totally like i think i probably must have found it out through like creepy pasta boards and stuff like i was Ooh. reading like x on 4chan at the time which i would not recommend anybody do nobody should go on 4chan even if you are 13 right, right. don't don't go it's not <laughs> worth it bro it's not worth it um but like like the, all that creepypasta stuff i was doing at the time totally this ha- the, and especially so spoilers spoiler incoming mute for the next 30 seconds if you don't want to spoil it but the game the game ends with the the suey the suicide mm. of the of the main character um, right not that's not like a graphic thing she steps off the roof of the building and dies and you know maybe it's some kind of commentary on you know life is too much of a nightmare to live through or or maybe her her waking life is the true nightmare or like the and the you know it's not an actual suicide i don't know there are different ways to interpret especially when the game doesn't have any narrative yeah yeah narrative dialogue like so it's it's kind of more open-ended for you to interpret and it's like 
Um, I but I but part of me just yeah. thinks like the dev was like well, I'm I'm gonna make the girl kill herself at the end. Like he's like right, I'm gonna draw like, some weird shit and then she's gonna commit suicide and, and that's people gonna, are just gonna people are gonna scratch their... their heads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. They're thinking caps. They're big old humanity <laughs> thinking caps. What does this mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like I just it it. It, it the fact that the game like ended like that was like so spooky and mm. like very like co- like creepy pasta esque like I was like reading mm. like the like about like Ben drowned and stuff at the time which is like that Majora's Mask uh, creepy pasta do you know what I'm talking about yeah with like the creepy oh Cody doesn't know about Ben drowned oh yeah <laughs> no oh well at some point we'll talk maybe we'll do a special episode where we just talk about ben drowned (laughs) maybe next halloween the ben drowned halloween special it's like a a a drowned child haunts a copy of majora's mask Mm. it's it's like a whole thing don't even worry about it it's a whole thing but i don't know yeah it's just i'm just saying it it all it all kind of blends together in my mind like it's all very samey uh it's just spooky video game shit so i don't know um do you guys have any other thoughts i mean casper we haven't really heard your thoughts on like what it looks like i uh you guys kind of said most of it like other than the basic mm. places like the forest or the uh snow place or whatever i wouldn't even know how to describe the other ones it's just so weird yeah. some of them are so blank. They're weird and surreal <laughs> yeah right yeah um i'm kind of wondering so so this game was developed um sorry would you say evan 2004 yeah three or yeah um, initial yeah so so like 2004 with the tool rpg maker 3 that's what was used to develop this game right three yeah um so i'm just wondering like i don't know all the capabilities of rpg maker yeah uh but it seems like he you know to, to me I, I have no way of knowing this but um rpg maker 2003 is probably like a pretty basic tool um and i feel like he probably squeezed like a lot out of it for what yeah um, oh yeah. yeah i mean i think you know what i mean like i think he pushed it to its limits as far as like what i think you know, visually he definitely of. did right like, with all yeah, the I mean, crazy limit, you know it's just yeah you know, yeah so. or maybe I, I feel like push when we say he pushed it visually people are gonna go and like look at this game and expect to see like oh, hd right, graphics right. i just think he did some some odd and fascinating things right, with the with tools the, like the, the like the parallax there, thing yeah. right like that was built into the engine to provide the effect of like a mountain moving in the distance right, right? but he used it to put these creepy ass like floating faces and shit like on the there, floor right, yeah. right? Yeah. and like stuff like that i do think is like it's not how it was intended to be used but yeah no I, he definitely or this person i don't know if they're a, a man or a woman or or what have you but um they definitely did something different than what other people were doing with RPG maker, which is why I think this game is so unique. Uh, and I, I think other people have definitely copied it since like, yeah. um, there's this game, there's this game, uh, people might know <clears throat> Lisa, which is an RPG on, um, that you can get on steam and it's, uh, it's like, it's like earthbound, but, um, that guy actually made another game before it also called Lisa, and that's freeware and it's the same exact thing it's much more linear um there's like less kind of it's a smaller game i guess you would say but it's the same thing you're like a girl walking through horrific dream world um and then there's another one there's that so this is kind of a newer creepypasta thing but there was uh do you guys remember kanye quest coming out a couple years ago kanye quest 
Is that like okay? So, that, like, Kanye West? so someone you just made awoken something in me, but I can't remember. So that's like an RPG maker game. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yep, yep. And then it had this like weird ARG in it, like some shit. But then the, the there was like a follow up game to it. That's like very. It's literally just a maze, and you just walk around a maze, and it's made an RPG maker. And I'm like, this is. When I saw that, I was like, "Okay, this person's played some. This person's played some Yume Nikki. <laughs> they know it's unsettling to just move in a space uh, and not have anything happen, right? Like, mm. I think that's what's is that ninety nine percent of the time in this game, nothing is actually happening. Like, you right. are only in mortal peril one, you know, one percent of the time, and mm-hmm. it is pretty freaky when something starts chasing you, right? Um, yeah, because not." else in the game does that nothing right, else right. does so yeah like, but you're always wondering if they're gonna <laughs> right i don't know it's a wild game very unique um as far as music and sound go i don't there's not a lot of music uh there's just these this like kind of you know droning sounds a lot of the i feel like a lot of the worlds don't have any music but maybe it blends so well with the environment i just can't think of it yeah some, some of them have um you know, like little sounds yeah. here and there yeah. that you you wouldn't be able to, um, you know, pick out unless you're really focusing on right the sound. So um, you know what which I is yeah terrifying Sorry. also. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say like speaking of focusing on the sound, like the one sound that you hear the whole time. Oh yeah, her little Quark. shoes just walking yeah, right, right. along, and yep. that's. That's a sound. I, I bet that's just like a free RPG maker sound or whatever. But like that mm. sound like gives me anxiety to hear. <laughs> like when I booted the game up and started walking, I was just like, "Oh God, what's happening?" Right, right. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, sound. I don't know. I, I I don't think it's anything to write home about. It's not like. It's good we had a question about music today because there's that's not. True. I don't think there's yep. much to talk about with music here. It's, it's spooky. It's kind of droning. Um, mm-hmm you know when there is music in it but it's, it's just it fits yeah and it's good i don't know it's fine mm. yeah it adds to the atmosphere and creepy yeah for sure um all right i feel like i i thought we had more uh subjects that we like to talk about but i'm i'm looking at my first set of notes and those are the only it's the only three that i have do you guys remember what we talk about uh <laughs> Uh, i mean talk about the mechanics and yeah the, and the visuals right? oh oh we had added narrative for the last one but oh, once again right. with this one like not a lot to say narrative wise right like the narrative is all if there is a narrative like uh, we can argue that this guy just like went full jackson pollock and just like splattered bonkers shit onto a video game and then expected us to put the pieces together mm-hmm. um i would agree with that you so you think you don't think there is like an underlying narrative? Like do you, do you think uh, this? Yeah, let's. This is this is the discussion. Did did the guy or the person who made the game have an idea for a narrative, or did he just try to make something unsettling? You, you know, it's interesting, right? So so we're talking about it, and it's a it's a Japanese developer, right? right? Um, I think that it's kind of. I don't see. I'll see if I can like word this in a way that makes any sense at all. Yeah, go for it. Um. But it's kind of like, you know, in, in Japanese culture, um, obviously they're all humans, right? So they, they experience the same emotions as us. But the, <laughs> worst, 
that sounds like totally nuts, but, um, <laughs> just like like feeling of sadness and stuff like that yeah. um and this game invokes sadness i don't know if the developer was you know feeling sad but he's like mm. okay maybe this world will re- represent sadness i'm not sure if that's what he meant right so you maybe like he was going for a mood and not a story right which is kind of what i'm saying too right like he just like was like i want to weird people out freak them out like make them feel a certain way yeah i'm sorry for laughing it it (laughs) It was just like you are almost like you're like that needed to be said right like as if someone's like in the comments (laughs) actually japanese people (laughs) have no emotion um, you know like i don't know the, the stuff that i see from japanese culture is kind of like Maybe it's maybe it's even more focused on emotions. I don't know if that I, sure. is something you guys see as well. Um, uh, I'm not sure if this is just true, but I think they have a higher depression rate in uh, that, Japan. Yeah, that they do. They right. do among I, among like people our age. Yeah. I, I'm like 99 sure that's true. Right. Right. Uh, well, but I mean, we'll do a correction on the next episode if we're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and like correct me if I'm wrong. Like YouTube, but like the, like the suicides forest and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a lot of stuff in their culture that is kind of like 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 spooky scary <laughs> like feelings of loneliness yeah stuff like that. yeah definitely like more, yeah um, i mean the I the wikipedia I, article for this says that the girl the main character um is a hikomori which is uh like someone who does not they're like a social like a shut-in. recluse yeah. yeah they're a shut-in right but like in japanese culture that is a thing like young people will sometimes just decide i have everything i need in the confines of my room and my friends and family will bring me what i don't have and i'm just gonna live the rest of my days like this i mean i've seen like i've seen that in anime you know i've obviously never met anybody like that but you know i there's a fucking wikipedia article on it it's a thing which is just so you know that's not that's not a thing here i think when you you know when you see the game and like you know okay let's let's talk about like in the game right you wake up um well, so you go to bed, yeah, and you fall asleep, and then you wake up on your balcony, and then you walk into what is supposed to be like the outside world, right? So, like you guys are yeah. talking, like you're supposed to leave the apartment at that point, yeah. But that's where you enter, like the dream world or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, like you're saying, Evan, it is kind of apparent to me that this person might be um, a shut-in, and she is definitely feeling like, you know, feeling loneliness and th- those sort of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, it's interesting when you talk about, like, oh, that chick you meet in the igloo and, like, a 1 in 64 chance that she turns on you and, like, you you said what you thought. Right. Like, how you interpreted that. Yeah. Which I could be, that, you know, bullshit, right? Like, right? I, don't like, know if, <laughs> I don't know if he was going for that when he, you know, set the odds of that to happen. Right. Um, I don't know. It's very unsettling to think about. Yeah, you guys, I'll send you guys the YouTube clip of it happening. It is pretty – it's not scary, but it is, like, creepy. And certainly – if you didn't know it was coming right yeah, like say yeah. say because i i went in and out of the room like almost 64 times to get it to happen because i knew about it right but right. Can, i cannot even imagine like right. if it, you like, walk it, into this house it, it's the first time and you got this one in 64 right. roll and you hit that light switch because you're like i wonder if the light switch does anything and just everything like turns black and starts shaking and shit and there's yeah. like scary noise like oh i would poop my pants right on the spot <laughs> well, dude <I'm> just, uh, <laughs> I wonder if this game, and this is kind of off topic, but I wonder if this game has been played at like a uh, awesome games done quick or something. Uh, I don't know. If you get, I don't know. Um, I'm, let me do a quick. I, I just can just picture a speedrunner trying to beat this game, right? 
and maybe like on this run he has this chance and he hits that and it freaks him that fuck out because he's never <laughs> seen it before, right like it's weird to put something like that in the game i i wonder how many or how much of the things that he drew were like his actual dreams like if any of them or something that the guy Ooh, that's a good that's a good thing too what if it's just the creator's dreams yeah, yeah. right um yeah, I don't see any like speed runs coming up like on YouTube for this, but yeah, I think this game would be super good for uh, awesome games then quick or something. Yeah, maybe like in the middle of the night when no one's watching, it'd be like I gotta imagine a pretty long speed run if you're going for like hundred percent, right? Like the yeah, ending right, is hundred percent or whatever. Yeah, maybe they're doing eighty percent run. <laughs> oh wait, I found a speed run. There's a so all oh, right, okay. So the the masked figure that shows up in the house is called Uboa don't know why i don't know if that's like the file name or something no idea where people got that it has a name, dude. <laughs> um but there's a there's a new boa run on uh oh shit there's there is a speed run and it's 11 minutes to beat the game i'll have to watch this after that's that's crazy Whoa, that's uh, interesting yeah, actually but the boa run is two just under two minutes to to get to boa and trigger boa hmm. oh. um but yeah that actually be something where they um you know like through the game they like mess with the memory and stuff like that yeah and make it do like yeah rng manip yeah yeah those are those are super mm-hmm. interesting those yeah. kind those kind of runs but, um but yeah i don't know uh we were talking about the narrative right <laughs> yeah yeah i just i I think you're right with saying that it could be potentially like a like more of a vibe than a story mm-hmm. um but my my heart of hearts or my 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 feeling is that it is just the guy wanted to make something kind of creepy and he did. Right. Um, and then, Oh, okay. So sorry. I just remembered I, I, that was me just filling space. Now I remember what I wanted to say. Okay. <laughs> so uh, when you had said, you started talking about like Japanese culture and stuff. And it, it, it made me think of the cup, the few like horror mangas that I've read. Um, mm. Like the work of Junji Ito, right? Like he's, mm. he's the, I don't know if you guys remember yeah. his stuff, but He's kind of the the crossover, it, uh, cultural crossover for horror manga. Like I don't know if any he, other horror manga artist. I don't know if you know this. Is he the one that did the one with like the holes in the wall? Or, yeah. 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 Okay. There was like in the mountain. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. The Enigma of Amigara Fault is yeah. Oh, that, that's that, a, that that's one a, that one's unsettling. Out. That one freaks me that out. One, yeah. That, cody's just sitting here like what are these weaves talking about okay so so spoilers on if you want to read this but so the the or this isn't a spoiler i'm not gonna say what happens i'm just gonna give you the premise uh the enigma of amigara fault is a manga it's a one-off and it's uh a, a landslide happens in the mountains of japan and like knocks a huge rock face down and there's a bunch of like humanoid like human shaped like cookie cutter holes mm. and like people come to investigate and they're like this is weird and like there's like discussion of like is this an ancient civilization is this what what could this possibly be and then like people start like being like no this is my hole yeah. like i can tell like this is perfect for me and people start fucking <laughs> I just got posing into their holes <laughs> like they just oh, like yeah. Once they like the, the drawing is just them like inching forward into the hole it's like six panels of them just getting slightly slightly deeper into the hole until you can't see them and it's terrifying because you can't go back because it's grooved you can't go back yeah it's grooved they yeah. say that it's grooved you can't go back you can only go in but i'm not gonna spoil anything else yeah, yeah. but that is 
that's the enigma of Amigara Fault. And anyone should read that. So anyway, that was a quick aside about Junji Ito. But he did Uzumaki, which is kind of that's the big crossover. That's the one that's that's getting made into an anime for Adult Swim. Okay, so yeah, I, I think a lot of people are gonna know about it Ooh, who yeah, don't yeah. yet soon. Um and in that the well, I won't spoil it, but I will say that like the nature of the nate, what I learned from that about Japanese horror or, or or the Japanese horror I've consumed, this seems to hold true, is that the nature of the horror is almost always left unclear, mm-hmm. right? right? Like you don't get yeah, to know, right, right. you don't get to see the big bad, you don't get to understand why this is happening to you or to the people in this book or what have you yeah and i i think dude personally i think that's like infinitely more oh my god yeah i mean sometimes it can be unsatisfying i think it's it's a toss-up well i think um but uh, the fear of the unknown is like one of the most primal fears you know you don't know what's in the darkness that's why everyone's so scared of it Mm -hmm. so this is like super interesting like i i I don't really know anything about this is actually probably like the first like kind of foray into japanese horror mm-hmm. um, so now that you guys are like t- you know talking about all these stories i'm super interested even though i'm like a total <laughs> no you it's i gotta say reading manga and stuff is like way easier than watching a movie yeah. like it's not bad okay, yeah. so uh it's just it's it it's more like this though. it'll leave you it'll leave you like tingly like you'll be like Ooh. <laughs> like this does like like you may nikki right. does so anyway the tie back to you may nikki finally after like 10 minutes of talking about other shit <laughs> is that like i think it's intentional that you don't understand maybe what's mm-hmm. going on like maybe the there's a possibility that the guy the person who made the game had had a grand plan and part of that was the intention that you don't understand and that you'll never understand because life is a fucking nightmare <laughs> and we right. can't, we barely understand what goes on anyway so mm. I think I think it could have been a, it's either a master plan or it's just a cobbled together bunch of spooky spooky stuff fell into like a super deep you know like insightful sort of yeah yeah so one or the other <laughs> yeah right right um so I think that that pretty much wraps it up uh we did mechanics pretty light you know not a lot to talk about with the physical actual gameplay loop um mm-hmm music once again pretty light visuals we talked at for at length and this narrative part which i thought would be really short is probably the longest of the four we've done um so with that do you guys have any closing thoughts i mean what what's your what's your opinion so uh we didn't oh we forgot to open with how much we played we usually do that oh uh, okay so casper how much did you play uh like two hours about okay cody how much did you play I want to say I want to say closer to three or four, but yeah, I'm trying to think of like as a percentage, right? You're not, <laughs> yeah. Oh, not how how long? You know what I mean? Like yeah. how many? I mean, it depends, right? Because like you could get the first ten items right. super fast mm-hmm. and then get so lost and have no idea how to get the right. last yeah. ten. Um, so an unknown amount, an unknown percentage, yeah. I have played. I yeah. <laughs> uh i did i think i did like five but i i like i said i played this when i was like 15 14 um so probably all in all i've probably played like collectively across all the times i've kind of played this game like 20 hours of it um so with that then now out of the way would you guys play more of it casper you go first uh 
I'm probably not going to play more of it because it's just not my type of game. I would still recommend it, especially since it's, it's free. Valid. But mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just not my type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I think that... Wait, what's going on the stamp? It's just not my type. It's just not my type. Stamped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would say that, um, you know, like when you were describing it to us last week, or I guess three weeks ago, <laughs> you're describing it, I kind of was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this game. I think I liked it more than, than you I thought, thought you I would, would mm-hmm. initially. Um, you know, I don't think I'm going to go through and like 100% and try to get all the effects. And I think that, you know, this is a game where, um, you know, after you play it for three hours, yeah. um, you kind of you kind of get it. Uh, yeah. But then if you wanted to kind of see how it plays out, I think in this case, probably like watching a YouTube walkthrough would, um, you know, you wouldn't get that experience of like feeling it yourself, but you can kind of see like, you know, when we're talking about, oh, this world looked like that, you kind of see it all. Yeah, I would, I would say as far as like this type of game, like, uh, like an experiential game like this, mm-hmm. like right. that, this is one that you can, because it is. I don't know. I think because it's so simple looking probably and because the sound isn't so immersive and these other kind of factors of simplicity, it you do get 95% of the experience just by like watching another person play it right. or because yep. that's what me and my friends would do. We would just sit around, take it turns playing it. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I still not unsure on the origins of this, but it's probably YouTube. Like that's probably what it was. Where you for, first. Like, yeah. For where I discovered it. But um, yeah. So what's what's going on the stamp, Cody? Oh geez, what goes on the stamp? Uh, 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 I, uh, I'm scared. Uh, 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 I'm scared. It makes me nervous and anxious to play this game. Damn, that's a big I stamp won't play it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this one, this one gets my my stamp of like, like play it, like try it out. Like try I think it, everybody yeah. should try this game out. I like I didn't I I'm. I literally had no expectations for you guys to actually enjoy this game. I'm glad Cody, you seem to enjoy it a bit more than Casper, but Casper, you didn't seem to hate it. No, I didn't hate and it. it would have been interesting if one of you totally hated it. Cause that would have made for some super interesting conversation. Uh, that being said, I think it is just, it's, it's a singular experience. Um, mm. I've certainly, I've played things that remind me of it that came out later, but never anything quite like it um yeah so, i think i think it is unique and um i think that it being free is yeah the barrier to, um, yeah the barrier to entry is so low you can get it on steam yeah. now so and i don't remember yep. if we said this in the last podcast but i know i said it that evening maybe after but it's yeah it's free on steam i used to have to download it like off the guy's website or or whatever i don't know some sketchy like media fire download <laughs> to, to open an exe probably had so many viruses on it but uh now you can just get it off on steam for free so why not give it a shot yeah, see yeah. you know just kind of get a little bit get a little bit nervous with us you know get a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> with us so it gets my uh, get a, a stamp says get a little uncomfortable with us and then like that's a quote on the stamp and then it's like the quote is attributed to any percent podcast and that's the oh stamp. wow the official. Okay, yeah yeah okay. that's so yeah all right, so um, yeah, what's the next game, Cody? Yeah, so next, next. Oh yeah, so I guess we should explain. So because we were off by a week, because um, of my engagement and pink eye, will be 
faster than it usually is. Yeah. If that makes it, then we'll be back on track. Yeah. And then we'll be doing the two week every two uh, weeks. Yep. So the next game is, uh, is blood roots. It's, it's an indie game. Um, I don't know who the developer is, but (laughs) um, it kind of, it kind of sounds just for like a brief that I've uh, seen of it. It kind of looks like to me, like it's going to be a lot like, uh, kind of like ape out or, um, hotline miami so yeah i've played I it think, and it, it is right it is like, like that fast pace you're, you're probably gonna die a lot restart the level that sort of thing so um kind of more arcadey uh mm-hmm. hopefully it won't make me as uh, nervous and anxious it so. won't <laughs> uh, maybe give you the gamer sweats i think it, it's probably available on i think it's on i think it's on pretty much yeah i think it's on everything i don't know I, it's definitely on yeah. switch let's look really quick yeah it seems like a game that would be um I don't know best played on Switch, but that's it's definitely. I I like it on Switch. Yeah, sweet. Uh, it's on Steam. And Steam and Switch and PS4. Awesome. And uh, just so you guys, ever, our one listener knows, the <laughs> dev is the developer is I'm trying to read their logo. Paper Cult. Okay. Kind of, a, kind of a cool name, like a paper cut. That's a paper cool. Cult. Hmm. Right, this right. should have been the Paper Cult podcast. <laughs> Uh, we, hey, we can still steal it. We yeah. can rebrand. <laughs> yeah, we can edit all the old, <laughs> all the old episodes. <laughs> like, welcome back to the Paper Cult podcast. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, dude. All right. Does anybody have any other thoughts they want to share before we sign off tonight? Um, like, subscribe. Anyone, you want to say to the fans? Yeah. Like, subscribe, smash, like, leave a comment. Show it to your sister. <laughs> yeah. If everybody can show this show to your sister, that would be great. I think just, just your sister. sister. I think that'd be great. Um, I think we have the raw sex appeal that, that will like be a valid strategy. Like we're, we're three, oh, yeah. we're three guys. We're three, just uh, some dudes. We're humans. I don't know. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. You're sexy, Cody. I think so. Well, thanks. Hey, appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I drink a lot of yeah. milk. <laughs> skim only baby (laughs) all right everybody well this has been the third episode of the any percent podcast thanks so much for listening peace